Opinions and beer. We're your hosts. I'm Adam. I'm Tyler. Here we go. And then we got Ed Ray one four one six. Hello, losers. Oh, it's because he's just not really that big of a fan of beer. Are you more of a wine guy, Ed Ray? Indeed, he is. That that nod of approval of the words that I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, we got a fun episode today. This this is a uh, the next pot of Christmas. I don't know which one we're on. Just know that we're on a pot of Christmas. We're as we're getting ready, gearing up for Christmas, and this is like the seasonal seasonal stuff. We're talking about Christmas things and money and ideas and things, you know, capitalism, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of capitalism, we've got some expensive beer to review here today. <laughs> uh, light craft beer uh, has become pretty fucking expensive, and so uh, this next up, we've got. We've got this... Uh, the beer of the day. And today's... 903 Brewers Mudslide Stout Coffee Milk Sugar Chocolate and Irish Cream Flavored Stout. Woo! The beer of the day. Comes in at 10% in alcohol by volume. Celebrate happy hour with our Mudslide Stout. We incorporate all the rich flavors of our favorite creamy cocktail into this decadent brew. Look at this... Uh, look at the picture, though, on this thing. I mean, if you're if you're watching us on YouTube, if you're if you're not watching us, it basically looks like a coffee, like a cold coffee, drizzled. It looks like what it says. It's like a frappe from McDonald's. A frappe, a, a McDonald's frappe. So it's got a drizzle of chocolate, a dash of coffee, and a hint of Irish cream. These Irish luscious cream. layers make a silky stout. Make this silky what? stout a delightful treat when you're in search of a liquid dessert. Now hold up, now what is the flavor of Irish cream? Um, yeah, what is Irish cream? I don't understand. Yeah, was the difference between cream and Irish cream? Yeah, what is the difference? I don't know. Alcohol <laughs> volume. <laughs> but, I mean, there's obviously, you can go to the store and buy Irish cream. Is there, like, a specific, speci oh, my God, yours is, yours is uh, foamy out the gate, busting it open. Uh, Ed Ray, what is the flavor of Irish cream? Oh, no. I mean, haven't you had Irish cream? There's like, you know, there's Irish carbon, like, or is it Bailey's? Like, Bailey's Irish cream. Like, what is that flavor? I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what they do to make that flavor. Molasses, maybe? Molasses? Some sort of... Anyways, so I guess we're, we're looking for Irish cream, which I kind of know the flavor. I've had Irish cream before. I, I just, on that one. I just, oh, yeah. Yours is better than... Well, mine, mine does have head retention, but... It's less than because I had to share my my drizzles with Ed Ray. <laughs> but anyways, uh, nine oh three. Where is this at? This is in Texas. And uh, where out in Texas? Sherman, Cannon, brewed in Cannon, Sherman, Texas. Celebrate happy. Oh, you already said all this, didn't you? Oh yeah. Mudslide Stout. Anyways, you want to smell this beer? Let's go for it. Oh, it smells very stouty. In fact, it smells like the beer that's fermenting over there. So it's probably... I wonder if my beer is going to taste very similar to this because the smell is actually on par with the smell that uh, the one we're making right now. You can now. get the chocolate in that, in that aroma right there. Pairs well with tenderloin, salted chocolates, and cocktail parties. 10%. This is our, this is our highest ABV of the week, I think. Oh, yeah. It's in at 10 Smells good. Let's try it. Mm. 
No, I don't know what Irish cream tastes like because this tastes like coffee. Ah! Silky coffee. <laughs> Silky coffee. I'm definitely getting the chocolate. No, oh, there it is. It's like a chocolate. Yeah, it tastes more like yeah, like a chocolate. Like if you were to take a shot, okay, and you get that burn. <sighs> yeah, I get it. But there's no burn. It's just like it. It's just you take a drink of this beer and then <sighs> you exhale chocolate. I'm not really getting much of the. Well, I mean it does like the. Like milk, sugar, cream. It's kind of there, but mostly you get strong. Like, like okay, if you were to say, like, if you're, like, milk, <laughs> chocolate, and coffee, I taste that all day. Irish cream, I don't know what, I, I guess, exactly. what the like. fuck does, I have no idea what Irish cream is supposed to taste like. I've had Bailey's before, but that has chocolate in it, so, I mean. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. So Bailey's has chocolate in it? Yeah, like Bailey's is similar to like a Kahlua, I'm sure. It's got like chocolate and cream and like liquors, li liquor stuff. It's like a chocolate liqueur. Do you think Irish cream is a cop-out flavor profile and that it, they maybe the chocolate mixed with the cream makes Irish cream, but they just added Irish cream as like, like an Like chocolate-flavored liqueur is the flavor of Irish cream. It's just like alcohol-flavored chocolate, and then you call it, it's Irish cream. They love their, so their like, alcohol So it's like, we put chocolate, coffee, and Irish cream, which is maybe that, maybe that's redundant. <laughs> As I've learned. It's everything I've had that supposedly <laughs> tastes of Irish cream has chocolate and coffee in it, so I mean, it is. I'll Ray, say this, though. I like the color. Oh, yeah. I like the color. I like the way it sits in the glass. It's not, and it's not For being 10% alcohol, it doesn't, like, have, like, that nasty afterbite, like, a, like, an 8%, like, a, like, like, a bud or a cheap, oh, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, it has that, that harsh, like, <laughs> like, it doesn't have, this doesn't have any of that, it's just got, like, a smooth drink to it. Edray, what are your thoughts on this, uh, on this mudslide stout? Oh, it tastes like a combo of coffee and chocolate. Indeed it does. Oh my God! Nine oh three Brewers. It's pretty good. I, I we don't uh, they they don't really release that many different um, beers. But uh, what so far this is this is pretty solid. I mean, Straight it's away. definitely like. What did it say that it paired good with? Yeah, ten <laughs> tenderloin. Pairs good with tenderloin. Okay, no, with no. cherry sauce. Yeah, okay. Ten. I was about to call like call them and you out on that. I was about to be like, it, it comes it comes paired with a tenderloin. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but no, man. But the, now that it says tenderloin with cherry sauce, yeah. The, the have you ever had a tenderloin with cherry sauce? I've had many different steaks in life, and I've had steaks with caramel, like you know, like a uh, caramelized onion drizzles. I've had steaks with like a uh, balsamic, like vinaigrettes. Yeah, balsamic on. vinegar. All, all sorts of different restaurants and places I've been to where they cook their steaks differently. So I have had a steak or a tenderloin with like. Uh, uh, you know, a sweet sauce on it. Okay. So I'm assuming you had like cherry. If if I had cherry in my mouth from taking a bite of meat, cherry, chocolate, and coffee. Yeah. All goes good together. There we are. That that's yeah. That's that's gonna be yeah. That's gonna taste good. Salted, Salted chocolates, chocolates, of course. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna take this bitter in your mouth. It's got <laughs> the sweet, creamy chocolate to it. You're gonna take this bitter in your mouth, and you're gonna immediately follow it up with a truffle. You know, and then cocktail parties, of course. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> obviously, you, you could put goes good with cocktail parties on just about any alcohol. You know? 
Anyways, uh, do you want to uh, you want to sip on this while we do the uh, episode? Or you want to give the review now? Well, um, it's up to you. Do you have a Do you have a definite rating on it yet, or, or, or I'm gonna wanna... give this beer. I'm gonna take one more. I just don't know what Irish cream is to fucking call them out on it. I feel like I'm gonna give this. Seven. Seven. Five. Seven. So you'd buy this at the store? I'd buy this. If, if it was, a, if, like, Christmas is coming up, yeah. I'd drink this on Christmas. Oh, yeah. This is definitely like a Christmassy McDonald's beer. Literally has the frappe. It's like this machine's not down. That's gonna trick people too. You know? Like, like you know, you walk up to it and you're like. That that could be just a tiny trick there to some people, not all people, but some people might look at this and think like, "Oh wow, it's like an alcoholic hot chocolate." It's a stout beer. <laughs> it's pretty stout. It's it's still pretty stout. Yeah, I'm, it doesn't doesn't show like the bitterness, but you know most stouts are kind of low on bitterness scale anyways, unless it's imperial. Anyways, fun little stout. Uh, I I might agree on the seven. I'm gonna agree on the seven. Uh, only be <laughs> maybe. Sorry. We got a 7 and a 7.5. What, what we got over here, Ed Ray? I'll give it an obvious 7. Oh, straight 7s. 7, 7, 7, 7. So it's above average. It's, it, it's you a know, lucky beer. It's a, it's a beer you'd buy again. But, I mean, I just don't know if I knew what Irish cream tastes. If he knew what Irish cream tasted like, he would be all over this beer. I, I would just be He's like, it's my new favorite beer. I know exactly what Irish cream tastes like. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm just like, did they nail what they're saying? Like, am I being uh, kerfuckled? <laughs> you know, am I being like uh, 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 swindled? Is this a sales pitch? Is Irish cream a sales pitch to me? Well, like, I feel like Irish anything, though, is kind of a messed up sales pitch. It's because, like, you know, like, my grandpa was one of those guys, you wake up, you pour yourself a cup of black coffee, he'd pull out the whiskey, you go, I'm an Irish that, you know? You're just like, okay, so I'm guessing that Irish flavor means alcohol, but um, Irish cream, don't know. Oh, this is good. I'm, I'm giving it an 8. I'm bumping it up to an 8. Oh, 787. 787. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's, that's your final number, 903 Breweries, yeah. for the most last out. Seven eight seven. Seven eight seven, baby. All right. Now it's time for the topics of the day. We got a list here. Uh, it's a that's definitely one of the list stuff is definitely a gimmicky thing we do here on the twelve pods of Christmas, twelve stouts of Christmas. Uh, we are looking at the worst Christmas movies. My worst rank. The worst ranked Christmas movies, according. To Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, these guys know movies, right? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, they put the Hurt Locker above Lawrence of Arabia. These guys so, know movies. So this is the worst Christmas movies according to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, making a list of horrible holiday films is easier said than done. Most of us, most of us, soft spot. Anyways, starting off at the bottom of the list. I don't know how many are on this list, but let's start at the bottom of this list. We're at 1997's. Home Alone 3 kicks off the bottom of this list. Uh, that movie's garbage. Is it garbage? That movie's absolute no. garbage. No. Okay, here's what? our first debate. 
There's our first debate. They one. They replaced Macaulay Culkin. With that's Trump. that's your only argument. They replaced. That's your only argument. No, that, isn't trash. My, that isn't my only argument. The black. That's trash. your only argument. Why it's trash? They replaced Macaulay Culkin. The entire storyline is like some pseudo James Bond. Yes. Look, dude. The original, yes! It's not just. It's not a Christmas story about a kid staying home alone for Christmas, which all kids want to do. Like, it's like a thing, like, if you could be alone on Christmas, you wake up, all the presents are there, none of your family's there, but you get to have free range over everything. That's like a childhood dream. This kid takes down secret agents in this movie. <laughs> like, exactly. Two bumbling criminals are watching guys like, hey, we're going to call us the wet bandits. Okay. You know, you got Joe Pesci being all Joe Pesci walking up like, yeah, the doorknob's hot. But then, like... The third movie, uh, the RC car. Have you ever been hit by an RC car and knocked out? No, I haven't. <laughs> they, they, are they hit by it or are they just they, they trip on it? Like, like it, it, it's a, clearly it's a weapon of mass destruction when it's in like his hands. But like, and he didn't even MacGyver that much. There is some good MacGyver in it. He didn't MacGyver that much in the, the third movie. Pool, the fake pool was a good one. Okay, nothing compared to... The marbles that lead to the paint can, that lead to the nails, that lead okay. to the spider. Now, now, however, you know, Rue okay. Goldberg so, death machine set up by a nine-year-old. So here's the controversial take. I I put Home Alone three above Home Alone two. Home Alone two's got Tim Curry in it. That's all you got. That's it. <laughs> Don't make that face. Oh, okay, Home Alone three. Home Alone three's got Tim. Home Alone three's got who in it? I'm Home Alone 3's got what in it? Thank you. Yeah, At least with Home Alone 2, you can be like, oh, you remember the scene where Tim Curry's all like, well, is that credit card really your credit card? He's all like, oh, it's my mom's credit card. I, I click on Home Alone 3 before 2. <laughs> Home Alone 3 even has the worst presidential cameo in it, you know? With the Donald Trump thing? That's like, two! Yeah, hey, where's the bathroom? That's two! And he's, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, Dude, that's what I'm saying, my bad. But yeah, Home Alone 2 even has like that cameo in it, where he's like, yeah, it's right down the hall. <laughs> but like, Home Alone 2 just has so much atmosphere and fucking vibe to it. You're walking around New York at Christmas time, you get to see all the lights all over the buildings. Home Alone 3 takes place in a snowy suburb with secret agents <laughs> trying to... It is. It's trash. It's like man. terrorists. They're it's trash, terror. dude. The Russian terrorist. He meets the Russian terrorist. He has chicken pox, and he gives them chicken pox at the end because they've never had chicken pox in their life. Clearly, you know that's how that works, right? That's how that works. We're from Russia. Russia may not, may not have a chicken pox outbreak. Oh yeah, <laughs> Russian Russian children never get chicken pox. Exactly. Alright, so we got that Anyways. trash on the list. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the bottom of the list. So that's actually... It only gets worse as it goes up. No, right? yeah, exactly. So uh, that's at the bottom of the list. Now watch, like halfway through the list, there's going to be a movie on here that like, that's a great Next up, movie. Un Unaccompanied Minors. Has that got that... That has like a Zombie Land dude in yes. it? Yes. I think they were stuck at an airport. Are they stuck at an airport? It's like a bunch of like miners stuck at an airport. It has the Zombieland kid, has the the fat kid from Bad Santa is in it. It has a nothing. Yeah, it deserves to be right there on this list. Yeah, <laughs> okay. whatever. Okay. In a Christmas movie. A cross between the terminal and Home Alone and the Breakfast Club. <laughs> but in the... wait, so there's a guy at one scene who's all like, "Fuck you, no, fuck you." Yeah. Well, no, kind of, but oh, not, yeah? it, but it's like a PG. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because you can't do the Breakfast Club not being there. <laughs> Anyways, next up, Noel. 
Have you ever seen with Paul Walker? Has anyone seen No with Paul Walker? We're just going through the list. Edward, have you seen No with Paul Walker? I'm not. I wasn't even aware that movie existed. The second feature film directed by Bro Broxbourne. Uh, <laughs> oh God damn it! No takes place on Christmas Eve in New York, where a lonely divorced publisher needs a Christmas miracle to improve the health of her uh, aligning, huh? Alien mother? Ailing. Ailing mother. Ailing. Ailing. Yeah. An ensemble featuring. Uh, that sounds like a real up. That sounds like a Christmas movie right there. That sounds <laughs> like something you get the whole family to <laughs> sit around and we watch this person who has a dying mother at Christmas. You know. What's the next one? Okay. Next one is uh, Four Christmases, featuring Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. I like this one. It, this movie came after Vince Vaughn's tap out. After he was just like, oh yeah, I'm Vince Vaughn, I'm banging your mom in every, <laughs> in every movie that he's in. Like He he used to be a good actor. Like For all you kids, out, for all you kids out there who don't remember, Vince Vaughn used to be an actor. I still love Vince Vaughn. And he used to act in real movies, but then after, what was it, the Wedding Crashers and all, <laughs> like, now I can just come on screen and be like, oh, I'm Vince Vaughn, I can just do the same thing over and over. I liked him in the Google, uh, the Google movie. <laughs> the He was in the Google movie, Vince Oh, he just did that. He was a murderer recently. Did you watch that? Did his character bang somebody's mom? No. no. He's trying to bang uh, children, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was. Uh, but like no. But no. It was basically it was it was the Friday the third. It was like the Friday movies, but like a uh, murder theme. Mm. You know how they're like they're like remaking Disney movies oh, with yeah. murder themes. So it's like it's him. He's a serial killer, and he switched bodies with this teenage girl. And so I've now, seen the trailer for that. Okay. It just seems like Vince Vaughn's actually trying to act again in that one, though. Uh, Four Christmases has good actors in it. Like most movies, he's just Reese like... Reese Witherspoon's not like, bad. He's like, look at me. I'm the more attractive, more charismatic version What's... of everybody around me. I haven't, I haven't really seen Reese Witherspoon in a lot of stuff recently, have you? Not really. No. I'm... Four Christmas. What's, that? What's the old guy? For... The old guy from Secondhand Lions is in it? What's his name? The old guy? Um, Robert Duvall? Or, Robert uh, Duvall! Or he's Michael in Kane. it! Robert Duvall's in it. Okay, well, Robert Duvall, though, like... That guy will be in anything oh, okay. in his old age. <laughs> but, you want him to play a goofy grandpa or something? He's got it. He'll bring his walker up on there. Anyways, Vince Bonzo. Uh, next up, I'll Be Home for Christmas. The uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! This is ranked lower. Y'all put that lower? Lower than Noel and uh, Home Alone 3? Like, this is an actual Christmas movie. Yeah, it's about a douchebag, but he learns his lesson before the movie's over. It's very Christmassy. It's very, yeah, he learns his lesson to not be a douchebag. He, like, runs with Santa Clauses. Yeah, he runs with Santa Clauses. He gets, like, he gets put into a car with a bunch of old ladies. This is, like, Jonathan Taylor. This is his best movie. <laughs> this is his fucking best movie. This is his hype movie before he just disappeared and became a farmer or the yeah, whatever he, whatever his child actor ass is doing now this was one of his best movies he plays a sleazy douche who gets like trapped in a santa claus outfit and has to make it home for christmas so he can get a porsche from his dad i mean that's a pretty good I but mean, then turns out like that's the whole moral of it is when he I gets mean, back he's all like you know what i don't even think i deserve the porsche yes yeah, it's, like, it's literally like a like a teen version of planes, trains, and automobiles. Thank you. It, why is this movie so low? This is an actual Christmas movie. Edra, your thoughts on this list so far? 
I've either never seen it or I found it boring. What You've my, never seen I'll Be Home for Christmas? Dude, one of my no. favorite parts of that movie is whenever like the dude thinks he hits him. <laughs> the dude driving the van and like, yes. like he's like running down the road and then all of a sudden you see the Santa Claus hat pop up on the mirror and he's like oh I done run over Santa Claus hey, you need a ride I'll give you a ride yeah, like that guy that guy was great that movie's great you people are wrong it's lower than it's lower than, who, who, who wrote this article uh, Looper Looper you but they were. they were just taking you're, you're taking the ratings of Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes you guys need to make your own opinions Looper because Rotten Tomatoes they don't know what they're talking about <laughs> Oh man, nineties teen heartthrob. I'll oh, be okay. home because it tells the tale of Jake, an eighteen year old teen heartthrob. Attempting to travel from California to New York. All the way across the country. To dude. get a Porsche. Nineteen fifty seven Porsche. Mm-hmm. From his dad. <sighs> tells his dad I can't make That's it. That's a good move. Tells his dad <laughs> tells his dad I can't make it for Christmas. His it's dad's like, like oh it ends with him like on a on a fucking sleigh ride. Yeah, he, he takes his sleigh. girlfriend out on a one horse open sleigh. And then he waits for like the timer to go by and like I'll earn it. Elsewhere, you know. Yeah, I don't want you to just give me a free Porsche, Dad. I'm a man. Yeah, you know. Next up, Santa Claus conquers the Martians. <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Santa Claus? I've only ever seen it in the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version. Oh, really? They they made one. Oh yeah, but, um, <laughs> but that movie's gold. Okay, that movie's right up there with Prince of Space. Don't even put it in the rank of Christmas movies. That's just like one of the greatest movies. Santa of all Claus time. conquers the Martians. Santa Claus with some Martian ass oh in that movie God. because Martians they they try to fuck around and fuck with Christmas. Yeah, I've never seen this, but I I do want to see now the. <laughs> oh yeah, I like how they even say like it's one of those films you hear referenced more for its outrageousness than for anyone actually watching it. I watched it. <laughs> Mystery Science 3000. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, right here, look. It also It's also a favorite oh. of not only the MST3K masterminds, but also Elvira, who rifted in the past. Yeah, no. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> you guys are morons. Morons, baby. Despite, uh, it's got 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Next up, the Christmas candle. <laughs> i just seen the picture of this fucking lady. <laughs> it's like this. This does not look good. Remember Susan Boyle, the Scottish singer? No! <laughs> I don't! <laughs> the Christmas Scare Hey, this one deserves to be lower on the list, in my opinion. Has anybody actually heard of this movie? No! Critics say, critics say 21%, audience say 74%. So audiences like the movie. You see, that's where you want to pay attention. Well, 74%. Well, 74% of audiences like the movie. So I don't, I, That's where you want to pay attention, in my opinion. If yeah. audiences like it, then it's good. Rotten Tomatoes, they, they, they'll put Let's anything see. above anything. Just the Scottish singer with the voice of an angel. This is her first and only acting role, playing something other than herself, uh, whose, quest is, whose quest to modernize his village is thwarted by local belief in candle miracles marked by angels. So there's someone trying to modernize the village in a Scottish town, and it's being... Uh, Thwarted by uh, uh, candles, by mysterious candles. I I would have wrote this movie differently. It would have been thwarted by one Scottish guy being like, You cannot change the Christmas! <laughs> you cannot change <laughs> You're not going to modernize it! Oh my god. It's sickly sweet. Miracles do exist! So that's that's the... Uh, you know, just like... That's the, the you know that's, that's a very Christmassy theme. Miracles do exist, type of thing. But you know, Scottish, Scottish and Irish, they're they're, they're very Catholic, aren't they? Uh, so I mean, like they're Catholic and Protestant. A lot of them. Oh, okay, see, so I mean, there's an old joke. You know, it's like a guy goes to Ireland on vacation to revisit his heritage. 
uh, walks into a bar, and the first thing the man behind the bar asks him, uh, are you Catholic or are you Protestant? And uh, the guy says, uh, no, I'm an atheist. And uh, the guy behind the bar says, no, 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 are you a Catholic atheist or are you a Protestant atheist? <laughs> are you a Catholic atheist or a Protestant? You're one or the other. Next up, Fred Claus. Another Vince Vaughn movie. You got Vince Vaughn getting the hate. Did Wait you... a minute. This is the Paul... Yeah, Paul, Paul, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. And then, uh, what's the name? Who's canceled now, I guess. But, uh, you yeah, uh, Who hates Santa? This guy hates Santa. What's his real name? A film based entirely around the notion that everyone, even Santa, has a relative who causes drama during the holidays. Fred Claus tells of jolly old Saint Nick, Paul Giamatti's estranged brother, Fred Claus. Vince Vaughn, fed up with living in his goody-two-shoes brother's shadow. Fred has done everything in his power to counteract Santa's good deeds by working as a repo agent. The pair reunite as Santa bails Fred out of jail. It's just Vince Vaughn being a dick and Paul Giamatti being Oh, awesome. no, it's literally, it's literally Vince Vaughn being a dick throughout the whole movie. And but, but then I like how utterly mirthless and devoid of the slapstick schmaltz that sold the likes of Elf, Bad Santa, and Bad and Bad Santa. Elf's not that good. It really isn't. Bad Santa deserves to be high that, up on the list of Christmas movies. Oh yeah, bad anybody who's ever thought about eating a bullet around the holiday season, that movie, <laughs> that movie is oh, yeah. saving grace. I love Bad Santa. All right, so the next one on the list is Sick. Santa Claus the movie. 1985. From the director that brought you Jaws 2. <laughs> right there. Who did Jaws? I thought, he, I thought Jaws 1 and 2 were the same person. No? It, it doesn't matter. This is from the guy who brought you Jaws 2. Jaws 2, the sequel. You know, the one where the shark gets killed by the electric wire? Is that the one? Yeah. Oh, is, it, is Jaws 2 he's eating kids? Jaws, okay, Jaws 1... He blows the shark up. Okay. Jaws 2, they, they, they theorize, like, the way they portray it is, like, the shark has, like, a messed up side of its face. And okay. so it's meant to be the same shark. And, it, 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 yeah, it's meant to be the same murderer shark. So <laughs> oh it comes God. back and it's eating people on the same beach. And the dude who stopped it in the first movie lives with, like, PTSD from the first movie, you know, where he got, like, stranded in the ocean <laughs> yes. with a 50-fucking-foot shark. <laughs> But, like, so basically, yeah, it's just, like, he has to, his son's all like, Dad, why won't you let me go on the boat? And he's like, there's a shark in the water. And everybody's like, there are no sharks around here, even though just, like, four years ago, like, five people got eaten. There are no sharks in this area. But Santa Claus the movie tells the story of a man who would be, who would become an immortal gift giver. The second part gets bored with itself and pivots to modern modern day. day. Where Patch, an upcoming elf, falls in with a bad crowd who wants to squeeze Santa out of the toy business. The elf, the elf, I'm, I've, 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 I've like Santa, I'm sorry, they're my friends. Who's a, who's a big toy conglomerate? Con- con- yeah, Santa Hasbro, they got the Hasbro. They got the game, I fell, in, I fell in with Hasbro. We're gonna take you on, Santa. We're making the presents Fucking now. Japanese manga artist, like it. China. He's got to compete against China. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. Twenty okay. percent. Next up, Tyler Perry's a Medea Christmas. Tyler Perry's a Medea Christmas. Are you a Tyler? Are you a Medea fan? 
I like some. I like a few. There's a few that I like. If I have anything so, to say about Tyler Perry, I totally agree with the boondocks on that. Oh my He's just God. a crazy black dude that likes to dress up as women and make us feel uncomfortable. There's a few Tyler Perry movies. Not even really movies, but scenes that I, I find funny. Let me guess, during one of these scenes, he says, Err, my lord! <laughs> I don't know what he's... <laughs> but there's one time, he... In fact, speaking of uh, McDonald's shakes, uh, there's a scene where, I guess, Tyler Perry gets mad at the drive through person and drives through the McDonald's and just starts smacking the lady. Next up is The Perfect Holiday. I ain't ever heard of this movie. Uh, directed by uh, Lance River... Huh? Rivera? Rivera? Rivera. Rivera. For of the cookout? A divor- this, this movie follows a divorced mother of three who always tends to get a little down during the holidays. Noticing their mom is down in the dumps, her children decide to set her up on a date with the local department store Santa. Oh, what the shit? It, that is, this just sounds boring. Next up is Love the Coopers. Think of an actor, any actor. There's a very, very good chance they are in the 2015 festive comedy, Love the Coopers. That's not really a good name. Yeah, it's not a good name, though. Steve Martin, John Goodman, Anthony Mackey, Diane Keaton, uh, Marisa Tomele, Timothy Chimelet, Amanda Seyfried, whatever. No, have you, have you seen Love the Coopers? Nope, nope. It probably deserves to be on this list. It probably deserves to be on the list. So far, so far, the oh, we're getting closer to like okay, maybe it deserves it. Yeah. You know, so far we're getting okay. Earned it. I just, some of these were weird though. You know, some of these were weird. Like you know, like what what was the first weird one we had that was wrong? The uh, I think Fred Claus. Is I think the one that was wrong the wrong. most was I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. It so shouldn't far. be on this list at all. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, so, so got Love the Coopers is sitting at an 18%. Next up, the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Claus. The first Santa Claus sucked, and so did the second one. It's Home Improvement with Santa Claus. <laughs> you didn't like it, Owen? Oh, it's funny. He did the ho, ho, ho. You do think Tim Allen does the same character in every Tim movie? Tim Allen, yeah, he, he's a... Tim Allen is always, uh, what is it, Tim Taylor the Tool Man. That's all he ever is in every ho, thing. Ho, ho, ho. Always... He says ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. ho, ho, ho. He literally... ho, ho, ho. Is that how he got the job? Did he, do... Did he do He probably was just talking to an executive, you know, one day, and the guy was like, yeah, we're trying to film this movie where a guy becomes Santa Claus. And Tim Allen was like, oh, a guy becomes Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. And they were like, you. Oh, my You're gonna God. You're going to be Santa Claus. Ed, Ray, your thoughts on the Santa Claus uh, franchise and the Santa Claus 3? Uh, okay. The first one wasn't too bad. I didn't really care much for the second. I never watched the third. Uh, yeah, the third one had, uh, what's his name in it? Martin Short? Yeah. Yeah, Martin Short was Jack Frost. <laughs> An old Jack Frost. And Martin Short. And it was also Peter Boyle's last role before he died. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, Santa Claus 3 sucked. <laughs> that, that... This it's sucked. just like second one wasn't bad. You know what? You want know the, the 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 biggest problem? The second one was actually like the side plot of the robot Santa, and like how they dealt with it was very like ki- like it was very straight to DVD like when they dealt with the fucking robot Santa. <laughs> but other than that, other than that, uh, the first one is kind of boring. <laughs> the first one's slightly boring. Well, the first one may be boring, but I will say this for as much shit as I've given all three movies. Yeah. The first one is still a Christmas movie. 
like the theme of it is you know like what the the, the bull crap that gets thrown around yeah. Christmas peace on earth goodwill towards men you know get, it's better to give than it is to receive uh, that's the first movie but then the second and third movie are just like Tim Allen right I do like well, I do like the creativeness the create the creativeness the creativeness the creativity the creativity of the Santa Claus how the clause is like literally a literally a contract clause. I, I kind of like, I really, for some reason, that really gets me off. <laughs> really, I really do like that for some reason. It's like, there's another clause. What's the, what's the other, in the second movie, there's another clause. It's the Mrs. Clause. You have to have a Mrs. Clause. Yeah, you have to have a Mrs. Clause. You have to get married or you're, you can't be Santa. Something oh, yeah, else. and the, the dude who brought that up, the, the, that little elf dude, yeah. I loved his smarmy ass. In the first movie, and I'm gonna agree. In the second movie, his smarmy ass was great. You know the guy who's the, like, you know the list. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's got a list. Check. Hey, he's list. famous now, isn't he? Uh, he might be. Yeah, he's. Isn't he like? No, I'm getting I'm getting actors I, mixed up. He wasn't a uh, tag though. He was in tag. I get the tag actor and the guy that's in Star Wars mixed up. Anyways, moving on. Uh, jingle all the way. You people are monsters at Rotten Tomato. You people are monsters. This is a Christmas movie for the ages. Jingle all the way. They just fucking Walmart is now selling goddamn Turbo Man. He's a Turbo Man. He's a Turbo Nice. Walmart is selling Turbo Man. That's how much of a fucking classic Jingle All the Way is. This movie has not just great Christmas morals, but it also has Sinbad and one of the more tolerable roles that he's ever been in as the mailman yeah like one of my favorite parts is when he's like he's talking about like how you buy a kid a christmas present it's made from the cheap plastic and you break it and you just want to grab somebody and you just want to choke him he starts grabbing the lady and shaking her and she starts freaking out and then he lets her go and he's like oh you shouldn't wear fur <laughs> you shouldn't wear fur <laughs> he's like, was like christmas, there's a bomb it's and a tom bomb. arnold and tom arnold in that movie you know, Tom Arnold just being like, oh, I think your wife's in the shower. You want me to go give her the phone? And he's like, no! <laughs> no, these cookies your wife made are really good. You put that cookie down! <laughs> you put that cookie down! Like, this movie's classic. <laughs> no, what the fuck? The only bad thing about Jingle All the Way is the kid. That's Anakin? the only. Okay, look, have you seen. Anybody who's seen the movie, I know you guys have. You know, yeah, he, his, his bedroom has a mural. Meaning a painting. has a mural of all of the Avengers. And like Superman and Batman. He's got a two-story. He's got a bunk bed. He's got every toy known to man. And he tells his dad like, you're a failure if you don't get me this Turbo Man toy. Well, he, like, he like, says, I, you'll be, whoever doesn't get it will be a complete Yeah, everybody's going to be a complete loser if you don't get Turbo Man. And even though my dad apparently makes enough money to live us in a three-story house oh with everything in the world. Exactly. He doesn't, he's a terrible dad because he doesn't make it to karate tryouts. And he does. he's not going to get him a Turbo Man. So Arnold's got to be Arnold and get the Turbo Man. I know? love that uh, he fights the big show. <laughs> yeah, I love it. He fights the Big Show and Vernon Troy, Mini Me. He fights the Big Show and Mini Me in this in this movie, and I mean, he also knocks out the uh, the unfunny Belushi. You know, this movie has has like that that classic holiday that holiday um like everything. It's like, that holiday thing where like they're trying atmosphere. to like where they're like they're like they're like running from like multiple location like plane trains and automobiles and fucking where he's like trying to go around town trying to look for something you yeah, know the, the, everybody knows the mad scramble to pick the up mad a scramble to pick up a present for somebody which is a very holiday theme and move like that's like a that's like a uh i can't think of the word right now but it's trope 
trope. It's a very holiday trope to have people scrambling and stuff. And this because it's true, people do do that. Yes, I mean, just this Black Friday, somebody got stabbed. So I mean, it's a solid thing. And he's just going through so much shit for this one fucking toy. Oh, when, and, they, when and they're the, beating up the guy, we don't like you, Buster. Fuck Buster. Booster. Booster. Fuck Nobody Buster. likes Booster. <laughs> yeah, like like that Booster. one dude, that one comedian guy's like, we're out of Turbo Man, but you can have Turbo Man's famous sidekick, Booster. And he's like, nobody wants a Booster. He's just laughing manically. <laughs> <laughs> He just, he, just, he just wheezes while moving his mouth with a smile. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, you hear this guy? He wants a, he wants a turbo, turbo man. man. The other guy's like, ha, 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 he a turbo man. <laughs> and right there, the picture of Arnold and Sinbad sitting having coffee. I love that scene, too. Oh, where Sinbad's like, man, when I was a little kid, all the little kids wanted a Johnny, a Johnny Go Ranger gun. He's like, I remember watching the commercial, and I was the only kid that didn't get one, and I was a loser. And then it cuts to... Arnold's kid wearing the the postman stuff with the whiskey, like here's to you, Dad. <laughs> here's to you, Dad. I'm a loser. I didn't get the turbo. I didn't get Turbo Man. <laughs> and he's like, uh, and at the end of the movie, he's like, screw the Turbo Man toy. My dad is Turbo Man. Man, every scene is pretty good. Uh, the only scene that I get anxiety from is when he has to he has to like go into the ball pit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that gives me anxiety, but I'm just like <laughs> to like, me. I think it's like it's one of those things where you're like when you're a parent, like what would you do if you seen like an adult grabbing your like, kid that <laughs> Give me the ball, little girl. Yeah, give me the ball. <laughs> he got two. <laughs> you know, like the yeah, giant seven foot Austrian crawling Thor. That, that was like child. that's like the only scene that really gives me anxiety when watching. But Another thing about this movie that is great is the little moments in it. Like, me and two of my buddies, we watch this movie every every holiday season. We watch this every Christmas. And there's a scene where Arnold is running with the new, like, special Turbo Man doll from the parade that they were going to give to one lucky kid. Yeah. The special limited edition one. He's running with it. And Sinbad is chasing him in the villain costume because they, they, they both go crazy in that movie. At one point during the chase scene, there's a dude dressed as a Christmas present. And Sinbad just comes running at full force, and he's like, Get out of my way, box! And he shoves it, and the dude just like, BAM! And hits the ground. Replay it over and over again as many times as you want. Me and my friends will always laugh. That's just how, <laughs> that, that is a scene that gets replayed. Just, just straight up, just Sinbad, Get out of my way, box! Get out of my way, box! Oh my so god. So Jingle All the Way doesn't deserve to be yeah, on hell this no, list. we just had like a... Next up... A Merry Friggin' Christmas. Produced by the Russo Brothers. Russo Brothers. Never what the seen this fuck one. is this? Oh, this was, what's the name's last movie? This was uh, Robin Williams' last movie. Oh, wow. I guess I need to watch this it's, one, then. It's Robin Williams and uh, someone we've had on the podcast. Uh, uh, fuck, say it. Joe McHale. Joe McHale. We've had on the podcast before. So this movie's probably Robin Williams just carrying everybody. But uh, it, it definitely didn't look good. I'm not going to sugarcoat it even. All right. The next one on the list is Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. Oh, it's a ho- it's like a horror. Horror Christmas. You know what I'm surprised already? I haven't seen uh, the Goldberg Santa Claus movie yet. Oh, what, what was it? Uh, Santa, <laughs> uh, Santa, Santa, Santa Slay. Yeah, Santa, Saint Nick with Muscles or something yeah, like Santa, that? Santa Slay or yeah, whatever. San- oh, yeah, yeah. S-L-A-Y. He, he fucking does a jackknife to somebody through a candy cane. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Black Christmas is uh, one of the best holiday horror films ever made. I mean... Yeah, but the reason why it's probably high up on this list of Christmas movies is horror really doesn't have anything to do with Christmas unless you're talking about Krampus. Oh, yeah. Cr- 
Uh, Krampus is weird too. Krampus felt a little too. Do you like those movies? Well, uh, Krampus is real. Like Krampus is a real mythology. It's oh, a real myth. okay. Like they used to tell their little kids over there in like Sweden and shit. Like if you're not a good boy, Krampus is going to come and put you in the boiling pot. Oh Jesus Christ! So like you know, like Krampus, he literally has a pot on his back, a black cauldron, and like the old depictions of him, and he like takes children and puts them into the pot, and then he takes you back to his lair and eats you. So like a Christmas horror movie is one thing. Like, if it involves something that's, like, Christmassy, like Krampus. Because there are a lot of cultures around the world that have a, a good spirit and uh, tune as well as a negative spirit of Christmas. Like, Saint Nick will bring you presents if you're a good boy. Krampus will come and eat you if you're a bad boy. Jesus. So, if, having a murder on Christmas, that's just, like, lame when you, can, weird. when you can pull from real Christmas, like, lore. Vicious killer on the loose. Next up is an American Carol. What the fuck is this? Politics masquerading as parody. This film, directed by David Zucker, puts what? Charles Dickens' beloved 1843 novella A Christmas Carol and a parody of liberal film documentary filmmaker Michael Moore into a blender. So it's a Michael Moore... It's like a Michael Moore parody. Because Michael Moore is the guy who made Fahrenheit 9-11 yes. in the documentaries and stuff. So, like, it's about, like... A documentary guy. Yeah, no. It, yeah, anyway. It deserves up. it. No! Mixed Nuts? Mixed Nuts is good? Mixed Nuts is a classic. I mean, it's not like a... It's not like a super classic, but it's not no fucking temper... Not no under this other shit. Worse than this other stuff? Yeah, it says right here, Steve... This Steve Martin-led ensemble makes you wish you had a nuts allergy. I mean, literally... Adam Sandler does a fucking musical jingle in the movie. <laughs> this is like one of Adam Sandler's first ever roles. Like, like, Mixed Nuts was fine. It was kind of like... Uh. Okay, so like, Variety said that this is the comic equivalent of Two Left Feet. And then Roger Ebert said that this movie has too many clowns in it. It's a comedy, dude. <laughs> Too many clowns. Surviving Christmas. Next up, we've got Surviving Christmas. It's sitting at 7%. It's I, a Ben Affleck Christmas movie. Ah, uh, Ben. It. Oh, wait. Ben Affleck. Is this the one where he uh, buys a family, or is that a different movie? Um, A wealthy loner who becomes wistful for for his childhood. Yes. Home, uh, Childhood home as Christmas. Goes on a, on a whim. Finds another family. Has taken up residence in the house. He pays the owners yes! to pretend to be his parents. <laughs> that just, yeah, no. It's, a, it's a interesting. Next up, Deck, Deck the, the Halls. No, that's good, though. Deck the Halls is good. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah, Dane DeVito. Yeah, no, it's... Dane DeVito and fucking... Doesn't deserve to be on this list. Name? Christmas with the Cranks deserves to be on top of this list. I don't know what you people's problem is. Top? That, this is the worst Christmas movie ever. You hate him. You hate Tim Allen. Tim Allen. You hate Tim Allen. Yeah, I kind of do. It's just, Why? Just, because he took Jamie Lee Curtis and made her not sexy. In this? Yes. She's one of the hottest women on the planet, and yet she like through the whole movie, she's like, oh, I feel kind of frumpy. Do I even know how to be like attractive anymore? And then Tim Allen's still walking around like, oh, 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 oh. Christmas, of the, Christmas with the Cranks is about... There's people, they, they're like, oh, maybe we won't have Christmas this year. Our daughter's in college or whatever, and she won't be here. And yeah, it's about people who decide to skip Christmas, and then their neighbors become psychos about it. They're like, but oh, then, you can't, you can't Christmas. But can't then, 
Then uh, their daughter says, "Oh, she's coming home," and then they have to like basically prepare for Christmas in the last. That should have just days. been the plot of the movie. Instead of having half of the movie being about people who are going to skip Christmas and then their daughter comes home, have the movie just be about the Christmas rush of trying to put together the perfect Christmas again. People like that's still a thing. Like if you yeah. if you fail at putting together Christmas, you feel like an ass. It's not a horrible movie. It's not. It's not this low. The Nutcracker in 3D. Okay, this is the number. I think this is number one. Is that number one? So yep. The, so the so number this is one it. movie, the worst Christmas movie, is the Nutcracker. The in 3D. Nutcracker in 3D, 2010. Did you watch the Nutcracker in 3D, 2010? I've seen the Nutcracker live on stage, so I can only imagine that this just sucks. <laughs> I've seen Cats live on stage. I can only imagine that the live that the movie version of Cats sucks. <laughs> Probably. I went to London in high school. I saw Phantom of the Opera live on stage. I could only imagine that Gerard Butler's Phantom of the Opera sucks. <laughs> that's insane. Oh my god! So that's this is the list. Uh, uh, so there's there's a few that I I, I disagree with uh, their ranking. There's a lot that I do agree with. Yeah, there's a lot that he does agree with. Like you, like some of these movies. Like I I actually like Christmas. I actually. Uh, not Christmas of the Cranks, but I, I literally have Deck the Halls bought on uh, on Amazon Prime. I bought the movie Deck the Halls. But basically, it's basically it's basically a play on... I don't know if you've ever heard the, the story. You probably look up the news story about the, a guy who uh, wanted to have like the most Christmas lights or whatever. But basically, uh, that, that's like a real story. This is like an like amped up version of that story where Danny DeVito... Basically, wants to have the brightest house on the block. He wants to break the record for the brightest house in the block, and then Matthew Broadwick is like, "Turn your fucking lights off! I'm trying to goddamn sleep. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep." I'm, I'm sure Matthew Broderick didn't deliver it with that much emotion. Oh no, the, he, the dude he, practically is a robot. He, <laughs> that, that's his acting. That's his acting style. Have now. you ever seen him in the movie um, The Cable Guy? Yeah. With Jim Carrey? Same, so yeah, There's literally a scene where a... Okay, just like look at it in context. A dude leans to another dude and says, I've seen your wife in the shower. And Matthew Broderick goes, Bastard. And then punches him. That's how he delivers it. Watch my face. He goes, Bastard. Well, I feel like he's trying to do like... He, he's pretty... It's pretty funny how he delivers lines. Even though, even if it, even if it doesn't fill the uh, the context of the of the scene that he's in, he's pretty, you can't put a wooden board like pretty, uh, Matthew Broderick next you, to Jim you Carrey. I mean, you don't see you don't see him in in like serious movies. It's always like comedies. So he's delivering. Comedic. Or if he is in a serious movie, he just still plays himself. Where he's like, I and what's Matthew a serious movie he's been in? Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Hold up, let me think. Exactly. You no, he ain't got you. You don't have nothing. He he he's literally been playing. Uh, the Ferris Bueller monologue. Godzilla. He the horrible 1990s. He's fighting Godzilla. He's fighting Godzilla. He's running around talking about worms and and he's a worm guy. Gamma radiation and stuff. He's a worm guy. At one point, he watches Godzilla eat fish and is impressed by it. The worst Godzilla movie ever, Matthew Broderick just robotting it up through the whole film. I They had to bring in the Russian dude, or the dude who played Leon the Professional. They had to bring him into the movie. I think he's French in real life, but I think they had to bring him in the movie for it to be good. The dude who's like, 
Yeah, he was weird. Though. I mean, literally, they, they said this coffee was French roast, and he's like, "No cream." I like the uh, the raptor scene. I mean, the uh, the mini Godzilla scene. The raptors. <laughs> the <laughs> mini. The velociraptors from yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah, I like the the velociraptor scene in the. Uh, <laughs> That's what I call it. I used to call it the Velociraptor scene. Oh, when the raptors show up in Godzilla, but it's the baby Godzillas. But that Such it, it was a horrible it was movie. No, it's not horrible. You know, you know, in Japan, that Godzilla gets eaten, gets killed by the. Real it doesn't Godzilla. even get to get called Godzilla. They yeah, took no. the god off of it. That's just Zilla. Yeah, Zilli is what they actually want to refer to. It. It's Zilli, and it gets totally it's shit stomped yeah. by Godzilla because that wasn't Godzilla. That movie is terrible. Ed Ray. Your thoughts on the Christmas movies we talked about? Which ones are you surprised that you hear? Which ones do you like? What's your favorite fa- favorite Christmas movies? Okay, well, I would put Jingle All the Way as part of my top five favorite uh, Christmas movies. Then there would be The Christmas Story, Home Alone 2, Home Alone 1, and the number one of all time, It's a Wonderful Life. A Wonderful Life, number one. Christmas thing for him. Uh, we talked a lot about movies today. Talked about talked about the worst ranked movies. Some of uh, some of them surprised us. Some of them only surprised me. Some of them only surprised him. Some of them he agreed with. My God, maybe you should maybe you should get a goddamn job at Rotten Tomatoes, Tyler. Yeah, they should hire me. I think I know movies better than they do. <clears throat> well, that's that's just your opinion, and that's fine. And beer. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.